Hey, Peter. Hey. It is part what two. What happened to Swoosh? Hey, okay. Peter. Hey. <laughs> it's part two of our listener stories. That's right. Uh, you ready for this one? I am ready. And you know what? I've pre-listened to some of these, and you are going to see the swoosh is important. I'm glad you got it in. Um, I love the swoosh. Okay, great. I'm Adam Annis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Music advice, inspiration, and... Listener stories. Oh, listener stories. Part listener, de. Part de. <laughs> listener stories abound, Peter. Yes. Hey, by the way, just a little spoiler alert about what's coming for yes. the podcast, for the You'll Hear It Live on YouTube. Yes. We have a device here. Now, I haven't seen one of these since 1978, and it's right here on our YouTube You studio. haven't seen a turntable since 1978? No, I'm trying to set spoiler, it up, Peter. Spoil the story, man. <laughs> spoiler alert. No, we do have a, we have a brand new podcast turntable. Right. It and you know what else? Now, you know what else? It seems like since 1978, us trying to get the right cables to get no. this sucker well, hooked up. <laughs> we got to have good sound on it. Like we can't just accept putting a microphone to the speakers. That's not going to work anymore. It well, would have worked. It in- may come to that though. <laughs> <laughs> That's you'll hear it season two nonsense. We don't stand for those kind of shenanigans anymore. But for now, uh, it's more of a visual prop than an audio producing device. But we're hoping next week, right? We're going to listen to some records. Yeah, it's gonna be great. we we're we're about four Amazon orders from some different <laughs> adapters and cables away from getting this bad boy fired up. Honestly, I think Jeff Bezos should personally deliver these last batch of cables. It's taken so long, and we spent yeah. so much money getting it together. But you know, no, it's, it's going to be, be great. Fun. Yeah, it's going to be really yeah. fun. So today is part two of uh, our listening to your stories. We've been asking you for your testimonials about begging, the podcast, begging you, but we haven't had to beg too much. We We've got a ton of great stories and testimonials, and we're going to kick it right off uh, with one of our favorite members, I'll say it. Yes. Uh, she's always super engaged, always has great feedback, comments, is very present for other members, uh, a solid pillar in our community, Jan Heffernan. Check out Jan's testimonial. Hi, it's Jan from the UK. I'm looking forward to hearing other listeners' stories, so in the spirit of contribution, here is mine. I found the You'll Hear It podcast probably about three years ago, but my route into it was through Peter's Two Minute Jazz podcast. I was getting more into piano and looking for a podcast about jazz theory, but if I'm honest, I didn't really understand much at all of what Peter was talking about, but I liked the energy and I liked the music. And I guess at some point you mentioned you'll hear it. And I've been an avid listener ever since. I enjoy the combination of information, silly jokes, and passion for the same music that I love as well. Since I'm trying to learn a bit more about jazz piano from a background of piano lessons through high school, but not much further than that, it's about the right level for me. Some of my favourite features have been the How Does That Work series of episodes, I like the various lists of seven things. Um, I like learning about new music and about artists I've not come across before and stories about my favourite musicians. Um, I like the listener questions that you get from the speak pipe and I was really pleased when you answered my own question ages ago now about Kevin Bacon. I was also a fan of the controversial diet and fitness check-in that you had at the height of the pandemic when we were all going a bit off the rails. This was just what I needed. I was also totally taken in by your April Fool's episode, which announced the end of the podcast, and I was really upset until I realised what was going on. 
So I decided to find out more about Open Studio courses probably around New Year's 2020 and I did the Jazz Piano Bootcamp with Peter and Adam. Then I signed up for the Piano Access Pass and I've never looked back. I've done the daily guided practice sessions with Adam and the amazing piano community that has grown up through this. And I love hanging out with my piano buddies from all over the world as we geek out about chord voicings, scales, transcription, how to be in the moment, overcoming nerves, the best colour of OS hoodie, so on. My playing's definitely improved, but more importantly, I've found so much pleasure in musical comradeship from Open Studio. I'm looking forward to continuing my musical journey with you. So the final things to say, um, I'm for the swoosh. I believe hump day is Wednesday and Byron Lovelace, where are you now? Hey, Peter and Adam, this is uh, Hector from Dallas, Texas. Um, been a long time listener of You'll Hear It podcast. I remember when y'all just got into the pod suite. <laughs> I remember hearing that episode. But I, I recall from one of your more, more most recent episodes is that y'all wanted to hear some of y'all's listener stories. And I've long been wanting to leave a speak pipe, but this is my first time. But I wanted to go ahead and share that with y'all. So I was initially a classical guitar player. I started playing when I was about 13 or so. Um, and my teacher, he was a jazz guitar player. So he exposed us to all this jazz music out of nowhere. And it was quite like overwhelming, but also exciting at the same time because I had never heard this kind of music before. And I had decided, you know, maybe like there's no no career in jazz music. So I went to head and go to study classical guitar, which <laughs> is arguably the same argument you can make. But I ended up doing that. And I remember every day that I would be driving to my classes, I would be dreading going to study this music. Even though I learned a lot about the music, I just didn't enjoy hearing it or playing it. And so what I ended up doing is that I found y'all's podcast one time and I was like, wow, like these guys seem really like really like cool and like not like snobby about jazz, you know, and really open to like hearing the beginner and all that stuff. And so what I ended up doing is like I would just be listening to y'all's podcast like every day that it came out. I'd be put that on first, and then I would have the NPR lined up. Then as soon as the NPR was over, I would have this whole jazz playlist queued up that was just full of, like, music that I loved listening to. And lo and behold, like, I just kept doing that and immersing myself in the music that I graduated from with my associates in classical guitar. And then I realized that I was just going to go ahead and study jazz music because if I'm doing music, I'm at least going to do something that I really love, you know? And I had applied to the University of North Texas and Texas State, got denied from University of North Texas, got accepted to Texas State. Then the pandemic hit. (laughs) And at that point, I realized I was like, you know, like I had one month of online classes and that was no fun, like no bueno, (laughs) you know, at all. And so 
I chose to take that year off, the first year of the pandemic off, and just shed, just practice and do everything I can to see if I can get into the University of North Texas. And sure enough, I practiced so much, took some lessons, and I was always like taking little tidbits of advice you guys would leave in y'all's podcasts. And I auditioned to the North Texas, and somehow I got in, and I was perplexed. It was literally a dream come true. I did not know what happened, but now I'm here, and I'm just living my life and loving everything that I'm learning and fully diverse in the music, listening to jazz every day, listening to y'all's podcasts every time I work, and it's it's been a crazy, crazy ride. And also the other fact that I have to work and go to school at the same time, you know? So it's a lot, but it's at the same time, it's like I'm okay with going through this trouble to study this music because I love it so much. And it's brought me so much joy and so much happiness and also sadness, you know? Like music brings everything out, you know? But yeah, I just wanted to share that with you guys. Um, love the podcast. Hope to hear more of you guys come 2023, 24, 25, you know, all that stuff. Thank you. Bye-bye. This is Ruth Greenwood, Ruth Rosen Greenwood calling from New Jersey. I really, really love your podcast. It brings me back to my jazz self, um, days when I was playing with the Jazzmobile Orchestra workshop or in Berkeley or studying with Charlie Benakis and just never met a flat nine I didn't like. Um, I'm more of, I was at that point more of a Saxon flute player, but um, evolved into a songwriter, uh, but still love to get into the music and, you know, still know who's who. And I'm a huge, huge Herbie Hancock fan, Bud Powell. Um, and I just, I love your banter, I love your insights, I love your ideas about practicing, because, you know, I still am in the mindset of, you know, it's like, well, you have extra time in your day, why aren't you practicing? Um, I would love to. Hey, Adam and Peter, this is Mike Benjamin from upstate New York. First of all, listen, thank you for sharing your passion and your knowledge about jazz. When you're talking about deep theory or you're talking about fundamentals, you are just as excited and that's really inspiring. I found you on YouTube in late 2021 and I've been catching up on the podcast episodes ever since. There's a lot to go through and they're all awesome. Uh, a little bit about me. I've been singing as long as I can remember and I picked up the drums and the guitar along the way sort of at a hobby level, you know, playing coffee shops and stuff, uh, but mostly just jamming with my friends. Um, I've been looking for piano lessons for a while, and uh, I've been picking through the tunes that I know in the real vocal book. 
I want to be able to have a conversation when I play with, with other musicians. And the way you guys talk about listening and groove and building vocabulary is the first time that I saw a path to meeting that goal. So I signed up for the Jazz Piano Jumpstart, and I've played every day since then for the last three weeks or so. Uh, shout out to the guided practice sessions. Adam's reminders about focus and intention are almost worth more than the mechanics. Uh, so thank you for everything, and keep it up. Hi guys, this is Mark, French guy, and here is my story. And there's this one episode that, uh, one podcast that kind of changed, uh, changed my life, kind of. That was, uh, if I recall, in, in May 2019, uh, about uh, practice uh, routine and Peter said that one uh, one should commit to 15 minutes every day and uh, have a journal to, to, to have a structure. So I thought, yes, let's do this experiment. Let's do it for six months and uh, see how it goes. So I did it. I, I went quite well. I took the situation again to the piano pass. And uh, after six months, I must say I was kind of disappointed. Uh, I thought I would have been much better than that. <laughs> but um, I realized two things. That uh, I should forget about the big picture. I should uh, basically uh, enjoy the small achievements or celebrate them. And uh, as well, uh, I should. Um, th this is not the six months experiment. That's actually the lifetime experiment. Um, and that's the two things that I actually I'm looking for now, or I'm focusing on. And I hope I will be doing that for many years. I'm still on this uh, life experiment, and uh, I uh, kind of enjoy the process of it. So that's why my story. Thank you, guys. Bye. Hi Adam, this is Gareth sending a message from London, England. Um, yes, just a big thank you for all that you do on Online Studio. Actually, it was a friend of mine, another fellow pianist, who um, suggested that I check your, um, your online lessons and the podcasts. And especially during lockdown, I really started getting into them and uh, particularly uh, got into um, my solo playing as a result of the Fred Hirsch tutorials, which I purchased and I've been working my way through. I'm a big fan of his playing. And Peter, I love the, uh, the Friday session that you did with him way back when, I can't remember. Um... Anyway, yeah, just thanks for all of that. But more specifically, Peter, I have a question for you. Which...
this short. It's kind of a long question because there's a lot of info I also want to include in the question, but um, we'll see how this goes. Uh, first of all, I just want to say I'm extremely appreciative of uh, both of you, and I, I love the and everyone at Open Studio. I don't know how much of a crew there is, but uh, all the content you guys put out is fantastic. I've learned an incredible amount of musical knowledge and concepts, even you know the amount of musical vocabulary I've learned from just listening to Peter Noodle while Adam kind of talks about stuff on a podcast. It's, it's great stuff. So uh, I know both myself and all the other listeners of Open Studio are uh, very appreciative of what you guys do. So thank you. Hey, fellas. This is Eric here from Oakland, California. I first heard about Open Studio, and you'll hear it through the Silver Fox, Brian Fielding, who's an old friend, um, and I've been enjoying the two-minute lessons from the very beginning, and uh, now I'm fully signed on, taking lessons on the site, and it's been great. Uh, I've learned a huge amount that I wanted to talk about one time about two, three months ago when Emmett Cohn was going to be uh, doing a master class, and Brian texted me and said, Hey, listen, man, last minute, can you do master class with Brian, be one of the the, the uh, crash test dummies? So I said, sure, after some hesitance, and uh, went over to my piano and got some stuff together. Next day, uh, Emmett was great. I got a chance to play for him. Um, he gave me some really positive feedback, which I always hold with me now about how he asked me, listen, man, were you a dancer? I said, no, I never danced. I grew up as a drummer. And he said, well, you you must be a dancer because you play like a dancer. And, I, and that was one of the best compliments I ever got. And I've been holding it, holding it with me as I play. And uh, he also had some more constructive criticism. And overall, it was a great experience. And I was grateful to do it. And it got me over the hump of playing for somebody whose work I really admire. Thanks. All right. Well, there it is. Those are, those are some stories <laughs> those are there. Some stories. The second to last story, that was Aslan. I cut yes. him off in the beginning. Apologies, Aslan. But uh, beautiful. Beautiful stuff all around. Thank you to Eric and Aslan and Gareth and Mike and Jan and Hector and Ruth and Mark. Yes. Thomas and Stephen and Tom and Jonathan and Gordon and Ryan and Bruce. Thanks. Yes. Everyone. And if anybody – and look, if we missed anybody, it was only because of time – um, it was not because your story wasn't important or because of our own administrative failure on our end, our apologies, but, um, please feel free at any time, not only when we're given a call out to leave us a speak pipe at you'll hear it.com. You know, we take questions all the time. In fact, Aslan, we're going to get to his question. A couple of folks had questions and stories. So we've got all those loaded up. It's going to take us a while to get through them, but we're going to get through them as we can because you guys, they ask great questions. We are blessed. Yeah. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed. Yeah, with no. some listeners with not only great stories, but great questions. Yeah, you heard some 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 teasers there about That's some questions right. that are about to happen. Well, so, and some of them, it's good that we need to be teased for a minute because we got to go do some homework to get some proper answers to some of those questions. You know no, we saying? know everything. We know everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Ever since season three. So uh, <laughs> anyway, mate, let's. You, you know what? This was fun. Yeah, we should do I this mean, every year. Honestly. Let's do it every year. Yeah, super let's fun. Do it every year. Especially in January when I think January is a natural time where we're all reflecting on the past year and what what we want out of the next year, and so uh, seems like a natural fit. So let's do this next January. Let's also do something for April Fools. I don't want to spoil it. 
<laughs> but something different this year because we've done the same thing every year. I'm just saying. But you know what? It works every year. So I think we, you know what? Let's go ahead and announce it now. This is like one of those things. It's kind of like. I'm you, telling you, Peter, we need to change it up. <laughs> Why are you winking at me? <laughs> Why are you? Gonna start a fight Do you have a sty in your eye? Well, no, it's kind of like, you know, have you ever been driving on the highway? Like just a, a big yes. open. Have US. I ever been driving? Yes. <laughs> we live in Missouri. Do you yes. have your license, sir? Oh no, gosh. you know, but I mean a big, I mean, some parts of the world don't understand. You've seen it in movies though. We have these big ass interstates. Which movie specifically? I mean, just anything, you know, on the road again. Dumb and anything. dumber. Yeah. Yeah. So you're just driving down a road. I mean, not, not no trees, just open. And you'll see a police car like in the middle in the median yep. obviously with the radar detector on like miles away so yep. if you are speeding you have so much time to slow down but you think wow that's so silly why are they sitting there but you'd be surprised how many people get tripped up in that you know and that's kind of like our April Fool's thing even if we announce it today and even if we announce it every day it's still going to work that's right yeah people know <laughs> that's right we're the we're so look forward to that oh look I'll even tell you what date it's going to be April 1st oh, how about boy. that don't give coming that soon to it well, thank you, everybody. Yeah. I mean, we really do love and appreciate you. And, you know, yes. that we wouldn't we, we would still be talking about music and hanging out if it wasn't for the <laughs> podcast and for you, the beautiful listeners yeah. that make this great community. Uh, but it wouldn't be as much fun. And you know what? I'm going to go out on a limb here and announce something here. Oh, boy. Here as you now, Adam, you don't know this. Nobody knows this. Can you give me? A, yeah. Give me a little background music. A little announcement music. OK. This year, at some point, God willing, if it is safe to do so. We are going to, at our new space, that's going to have the new pod suite, which is being, it's already been designed, it's being built as we speak. ETA uh, of us going in there to podcast, we don't know yet, but it's coming soon. At some point in 2022, we're going to have some type of contest where we're going to bring at least one listener in to sit and do a podcast with us. It's one thing to have these listener stories. These are amazing, but this is going to lead to us doing something together. What do you think of that? I think it's great, man. This new space, we're going to be doing a lot of cool stuff in yep. there. So yeah. If only we can get that, that the correct cable for the... It's the only thing holding us back for that turntable. Once we get that, we're going to be rolling. Where are you, Jeff? <laughs> Where are you, Jeff? <laughs> well, thank you guys again. We're going to see you next week. To, back to the regular format. The witty banter. The instructional cues. The useless the features. <laughs> Yeah, the features, they come and go because we forget about them. Um, Until then, you'll hear it.